want the world. Yeah, I want the world. Yeah, I want it all. Said I want the world. Yeah, I want the world. I'm coming to get it. Don't care what you heard. Don't care what you heard. I'm taking it all because I want the world. Yeah, I want the world. Yeah, I want the world. It's the best in the game. Best in the biz. About that time and you know what it is. Coming from Brooklyn, bringing that truth. Never gonna lie. Never gonna lose. Always on top. Keeping it steady. He'll make you tap out and you won't be ready. He got the suplex breaking your back. Now everyone in the world gonna listen to Taz. All right, all right. What's up? What's up, everybody? Oh, yes. All the jobbers rocking into the work week. Early going Jones here, early in the week, and this uh, smack dab in the middle of summer. As I record this, uh, very early July of 2018. So happy summer, happy early week, happy whatever the frig you wanted to be happy for, including happy Friday, even though it's not Friday, unless you listen to this on Friday. But I digress. Thank you for checking out the show here. Much appreciated. Uh, checking out the podcast on Spotify uh, or ma- mainly Radio.com. Obviously, Apple Podcasts. All of that is very well, very much, I should say, appreciated. Um, or maybe you're doing that at TazShow.com. So, I mean, you know, the content is, especially with the new company, it's kind of like in a lot more spots, I believe. So, you know, some things I... I know what to promote and some I don't. So I, I just know the usual suspects. Uh, and no matter what, uh, I know I'm proud. I should say I'm not that I know I am proud to have a regular audience here of you guys. So thank you for support. I always like to start every podcast or if I'm doing a live edition or whatever I'm doing, thank you guys. Cause without you, I got nothing over here as far as my content covering wrestling. Okay, and that's what this will be, covering wrestling, talking a little WWE, talking a little raw preview action. Um, also, a little, a little Big Brother chatter. Uh-huh. I know a lot of you guys are Big Brother fans and the TV show Big Brother on CBS. And as you guys know, in the, in the past, I've covered it and talked about it a lot on uh, the Taz show when I was uh, daily every day. And I know a lot of you guys either became fans because <clears throat> maybe I turned you on to the show. Maybe you knew about it ahead of time. Regardless, I know there's a lot of Big Brother fans. So, yeah, I'll talk a little Big Brother because it's the early goings of Big Brother. It just kind of started uh, about a week ago. So I'll get into that. And um, so there's a lot to cover in this episode. So hopefully you guys enjoy it. And hopefully you listen to this Well, let me just think for a minute. You don't really, like last week's pod that I dropped early in the week was a firm raw preview. This is a raw preview. Um, Hmm, I'm trying to think. Kind of, but even if you listen to it after raw, I think it's totally, uh, totally cool. Yeah, look, you listen to it whenever you want. You don't have to do what I tell you. You people don't listen to me anyway. You're like my kid. You don't listen to me. I I hope you listen to me, but you don't. I I know that. That goes without saying. Um, uh, also, I, before I get rolling, I want to say uh, uh, a pretty cool thing with Kevin Owens, WWE superstar Kevin Owens, with Shania Twain this past week. So um, he is a big fan. He and his wife, it seems, and they got to, um, you know, they got to. Uh, I should say, Kevin got to go on stage with Shania Twain, um, which was pretty cool and a good moment for him. So that 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 was awesome. And it's good good awareness to build more awareness to maybe casual fans or not. So I don't I don't I don't know if. The bulk of Shania Twain fans are wrestling fans, WWE fans, but, you know, some of them might now know. I mean, uh, because she draws, uh, Shania Twain obviously draws a massive house. Um, But, you know, I saw that stuff online earlier in the week. So, hey, good for Kevin Owens. That's cool um, that he got to do that and spend the night out with his wife and go check out uh, Shania Twain, Front Row Jones, 
uh, and then uh, and get and get on stage with a legend like Shania Twain. So that was pretty cool. So I just thought something I wanted to mention here uh, before I rolled on. So you know, because that's what I do. I try to do the nice stuff and talk nicely. Because you guys know at the end of the day, I'm just a very nice guy. You know that. Uh, so anyway, um, I was checking out. So I'm checking out Raw last week, right? And uh, I'm looking. I'm looking in, and I, I'm looking at the angle that they were doing with with. Uh, Seth Rollins and and uh, uh, what's his name? I'm Jordan Black. Oh, jeez, oh, what a knucklehead! Right? What a knucklehead! What a knucklehead! The the I'm I'm talking to somebody else. Actually, hold on a second. Hang on a second. Hang on. Okay, yeah, there we go. There we go. See, that's what happens sometimes. I get a little thrown off. I get a little thrown off, and that's what happens. Sometimes that happens. So please don't don't get mad at me. Sometimes you have no idea what I'm talking about, but I know I do. And the other person that's in a different room that just left this room knows what I'm talking about. But I guess I bring it full throttle. I don't. I'm not going to sit here and and uh, well, let's do an edit. Let's do an edit on that. Let's take that out. No, no. I keep it clean. One shot, Jones. There is no edits. There's none of that crap. None of that. No. I'm so, okay. So let me circle back. I'm checking out the angle last week. The match, great match, amazing match with Seth Rollins and Dolph Ziggler. Okay, for the Intercontinental Championship. This is what I want to say before I was sidetracked, and I apologize. So Dolph Ziggler, okay, uh, you know, as a new IC champ, still IC champ, all that stuff, and it's great. Okay, and we saw basically an amazing match again between Seth and and Dolph. It was awesome. It was definitely awesome. The chemistry with these guys. Jumps off the television, jumps out of the ring. It works. It's perfect. It's awesome. It really is. So, and then they did a typical, you know, heel type finish, which I don't have a problem with. I understand. I mean, even though the business has evolved, I have no problem with Drew McIntyre, you know, uh, pull, pulling the ref out and causing the DQ and getting in the ring and beating the heck out of Seth Rollins. I got no problem with that. I, I, you know, it's no problem. It's a screw job finish. It's a raw. They're giving you a lot of content for free. So, and they're putting a lot of work and a lot of and millions of dollars into it. So I, I got no problem with that. I really don't. So um um we saw Roman Reigns come out, okay, uh kind of make the save Jones, and we saw definitely uh, this moment there with Roman Reigns and Drew McIntyre. So and and it just clicked to me. And I think I might have mentioned this a while back, but it's like it's still there. And no, no knock on any of the boys. I I mean that, but I you know it's like if you're a big guy and you got a black beard and long black hair, it's like it's, it's a lot of these guys in WWE right now. <laughs> I'm just saying the black hair, the black beard. Uh, it's like for my when I broke into business, everybody had, you know, blonde hair, platinum blonde dyed hair or whatever, you know, and everybody had the Hulk Hogan look and. Or Ric Flair look, and it's like the and everybody. So many. I mean, when I say everybody, I'm exaggerating, but so many guys back in my era had you know the blonde hair gimmick, right? So I always tried to go the opposite route because everybody, you know, again, using everybody as a throwaway statement, but so many people had the blonde hair, and I feel like that's what this has become in wrestling now, WWE, and not just WWE, just like in pro wrestling, it's the black hair with the black beard um it's it's everywhere uh it's everywhere so I, I don't know i think it's it's funny to me it's funny i i it's again it's not a knock on any of the guys i don't think the, the company's telling them to do this by the way i mean i look at aj styles for example aj has a beard and he's got like dark brown hair and he's got blonde, uh, brown hair but it's not long like that so you don't you don't think of aj in that realm with these these other guys like roman reigns or seth rollins or now drew 
but the beard gimmick is over. Everybody's got the beard now. But these this this lineup of guys has the cropped beard, you know, the dark hair, the crop crop beard, uh, uh, like Sienna's, uh, what's his name, Almas. He's got it. Like you know, there, there's so much. I'm just trying to think off the top of my head in WWE. So many guys with the beard gimmick. I just find it funny. I, I just find it funny. I don't know. And, and then when you do an angle now, <laughs> where where you have uh, Drew McIntyre is going to be and doing some business here with uh, with Roman uh, with Roman Reigns. I'm like, hey. Oh, we well, gonna have Elias still running. Where's Elias with his beard and his long hair? I mean, you know what I mean, like, <laughs> I don't know. I just, uh, as a former wrestler, I find it funny. I just do. I just find it funny. Uh, then have the Usos come in. Have them both come in too. They got the beard and the blood, long hair. Like it's, it's just, you know. Anyway, I just felt like I wanted to bring that up. It's just something that jumped out to me. Um, it's there's there's really not any more dyed. There's not much dyed blonde hair anymore, right? Think about it. Where are the guys with the dyed blonde hair? I don't want to see Rusev with a black beard and black hair long. I don't want to see. Yeah, where's the dyed blonde hair, guys? Come on, let's be different. Let's dye our hair again. What are we doing? Come on, wrestlers. It used to be the gimmick. Everybody had a freaking uh, thing of peroxide in their bag to dye their hair. What the hell's going on? So anyway, uh, I just... <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to talk about that for a minute and just a little food for thought for you guys to think about that. Doesn't take away that Seth Rollins uh, with his crop beard and black hair uh, did a, had a great match again, like I said, with Dolph Ziggler. There's no doubt about that. Uh, big fan of the, the chemistry with these guys. Might be your best uh, three out of five. I think I can smell <laughs> those old school Taz Show fans. Know what I mean? When I say three out of five, I get obsessed with the three out of five, three out of fives. Uh, let's do a three out of five with these guys. They have great chemistry. They can work well together. Well, by golly, and I did say by golly, let's do a best three out of five. Let's do it. Yes, it'd be great. Uh, it looks like they're going to veer off, like I said, though, with some business with um, with uh, Orkin aside with um, Roman, I guess, and um, Andrew McIntyre. So um, it's good. Like I said, I think recently here on this, uh, this uh, uh, probably this past week or the week before, Drew McIntyre, Really has repackaged himself, reinvented himself. Physically looks great, thicker, more muscular, hardened up his physique. Always was a big dude. He's he's he's, he's definitely a big guy, a pros pro, but he definitely uh, he, he looks like he's ready to go. I respect him what he's done um, in his career, and he's paid dues for sure. Um, I, and I also got to say, and 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 I like Drew Mag. I respect him. I like him. I have not seen him in a long time, but I will say. He also reminds me a little bit, and it's a compliment because back in the day, for those older school wrestler fans, like with his newer look and how big he's getting, it's almost like like at remember Adam Bomb? Like it looks a little bit, he looks a little bit like Adam Bomb, something about him. I mean, oh, he's you know, it, it, it that's if you guys remember Adam Bomb from that was the early 90s in WWF, um, a guy named Adam Bomb. You could Google it, as they call it, if you'd like, and you'll see who I'm talking about. But yeah, but uh, but Obviously, he's doing really well for himself, and it's well-deserved, and I'm happy for him. Um, You know, it's – I'm not suggesting uh, that Drew changes his look, but, you know, uh, the black hair, black beard, just keep an eye on this, guys, please. But happy for for Drew McIntyre for sure uh, doing his thing. Um, You know, he's he's at a level now. I I thought, like – in NXT, they would go further. Like I just thought he he would have been longer there in NXT and done a lot, done a lot more because he got the championship. I just felt like 
his NXT deal could have went further and deeper and really, you know, doesn't matter. The end all be all for, for these men and women is to obviously move up into Raw or SmackDown, and, and that happened for him, and it's well-deserved. But uh, I like Drew. I do like Drew. So um, so we shall see uh, where they go with him and uh, and big man Roman Reigns. I, I you know, I don't know how long that's going to last. Probably a sidebar gimmick or something. Maybe it'll be... I don't think they've announced as I record this. Uh, I'll take a peek, but I don't. Um, I don't think they announced matches yet per se for Raw um, because I'm recording this as I said before Raw. And hmm, yeah, no, I don't think so. But um, it, uh, unless it was announced somewhere, and if it was, I apologize. Maybe they were. They did announce Roman Reigns versus Drew McIntyre. If they did, I missed that. So please don't flood me on Twitter. You could just say hey, Taz. By the way, they did, and I'll probably know by then if they did announce it. So. Um, just saying that in a little while too i want to talk about here in this episode um about the business with uh with uh bailey and sasha banks i'm gonna get into that in a little bit because i have a lot to say about that uh like i said i'm gonna talk about big brother in a second and one more thing i want to say about what i saw last week on raw it's about alexa bliss um uh, and mickey james the promo they cut in the ring i want to tell you man if i you know you guys know i'm a big fan of alexa bliss i know a lot of you guys are too especially her promo work is tremendous um, and you know, I, you know, I'm not crazy that she has the, the raw woman's title again. I don't think she needs it, but it's fine. I mean, she, but her promo, yo, her promo was legit last week. Total heel, heel city. If you've never seen Alexa bliss or not sold on her yet, watch this promo, watch it back, go on YouTube or wherever the hell it is, WWE.com. I'm sure you can find it and watch her promo, um, you know, with, with Mickey James before. Uh, Natalia walked out and then Nia Jax came out. Watch this promo. Oh man, it's everything her inflections, her timing, her facial expressions, the way she uses her hands when she talks. Mickey plays off her and she plays off Mickey awesomely, if that is a word. Um, really keep an eye on, on, on Alexa. She is really getting to like another level in her promo work. Um, just just a, a huge fan of what she does. She's a super talented person. Uh, I don't think I've ever met her. I don't know her. I know that. I've never talked to her. If I've met her, maybe it was just in passing at a show, but I doubt it. Um, you know me. I'm like a recluse. I kind of just stay in the studio or stay in you know my backyard pounding beers and smoking cigars. You know, that's what I do just by myself sitting in the corner under a tree. But um, but yeah, no, she's great. Um, she's great. I mean, she really her promo stuff is tremendous. I don't know who's worked with her. If she kind of worked on it herself. Um, and you know, I've talked about it before. You know, if you spend a lot of time, um, in the way I used to work on promos is in a mirror. You do it in a mirror. I also had a good coach in Paul Heyman. You know, who gave me a lot of pointers and stuff and helped me along. But you know, that's that next level stuff. And and you know, if, if unless you're new to my show, I've talked in the past about how. Initially, like when I was doing the Tasmaniac gimmick, I didn't want to talk. I didn't want to cut promos. But, you know, Paul and, and guys like Kevin Sullivan, and they were like, yo, you, you got to talk. You know, it's very important. You know, guys like me and Sabu, we didn't want to talk. We were like, oh, that's what you're here for, Heyman. We don't want to talk. You know, I didn't want to talk. I didn't want to cut promos. And and uh, and thank God that that I, you know, learned uh, and I broke that. And, you know, it just helped me. I wouldn't be doing what I do now. Uh, wouldn't have been an announcer in WWE or TNA. Wouldn't have any of those opportunities or uh, even to get into radio like I am, obviously. So without cutting those promos, that would not have happened for me. So pr- that's why I'm so 
on top of and i pay attention in wrestling promo work and that's why i always praise someone like alexa bliss so um she does not come off as contrived or forced or fake or none of that stuff that that she doesn't do that you know so I, that's what i like about it um um it, it's just there's something it's just uh, it, she's not playing a character and that's something that i pride my i prided myself on back in the day i was living the gimmick and i think alexa lives the gimmick and again not knowing the girl but she really does man she comes off like yo this is i am alexa bliss i am a you know, heel. I'm trying to be a gentleman, not say the word that you know that you would refer to her as. That's that's her character, Mean Jones, uh, Mean uh, Mean Girls Jones. You know, city deal gimmick schnabitz that they come out too fluidly, but you get my drift. Uh, but anyway, uh, I, I liked it. I liked her, her a lot. Her promo, I should say, and um, and uh, and I, I believe that Roman Reigns, uh, Roman Reigns, uh, Ronda Rousey, I should say, too many R's, is coming back. Uh, that's the scuttlebutt I saw during the week, right? A lot of you guys must saw it too. I don't know if WWE announced it or not, but you know, so I, I heard 30 day in quotation suspension. So, um, you know, uh, I, I guess they'll do maybe kind of something that I was, it hasn't been 30 days. So that's my point. So I guess they'll do something where, you know, she, does a running through the crowd or does something like I said, where she's trying to get in the building and stuff like that. Look, I, I, I think she was doing something outside of WWE. That's why she couldn't be there. I I don't know her like Ronda Rousey's personal schedule or her, like a business schedule. I'm not really on top of that. No, it's none of my business basically, but I do know this much creatively from a wrestling perspective. It would have been better last week if they would have had her, Start the show, like I said, have somebody back, one of the interview, one of the backstage uh, men or women that work for the company announcers in front of the arena. We've seen this a zillion times. I'm not going to get into it too deeply because I did it last week on a podcast here. And, and oh, my God, we're hearing that, that Ronda Rousey's here. Oh, man, uh, it's on. She wants to destroy everybody. Uh, and, and Alexa Bliss, you are in grave danger. You know, not everybody's in danger. Everybody's in danger. Every man and woman's in danger. Ronda Rousey's here to destroy someone. She's in town. We heard she's in town. She's here on her own dime. She's on suspension. We didn't fly her in. WWE didn't pay. Just make it as real as possible. Have real police involved, not, not you know, wrestlers in, in, in police uniforms. You know, real cops, you know, but. Maybe they'll do that tonight. I have no idea what they're doing. Okay, so uh, uh, we'll see on Raw tonight. Uh, if Again, maybe if you're watching this afterwards, I apologize, but uh, that's a deal. Um, I'm going to talk a little Big Brother in a second, and then I'll get into the Sasha Banks, uh, Bailey stuff. I want to say this. Uh, I Apparently, another side note, apparently WWE put together a top 10. Yes, a top 10 greatest announcer calls in WWE history. And um, several birdies told me, uh, Taz, uh, yeah, uh, you were not on there. Oh, really? Uh, yeah, no, you did not make top 10. Oh, nice. Um, okay, cool. And then I got a chance to catch a little bit of it. It's a quick little bit they did on WWE.com. And over the weekend, I got a chance to watch a couple of the calls. And they were all legendary calls. And one of the main ones was, uh, uh, you know, uh, JR about about. Uh, cactus Jack, you know, mankind, I should say, Mick Foley getting shucked off the cell uh, by um, by uh, Undertaker, you know, so he broke it in half, you know, at that gimmick, you know, and, and you know, there's Stone Cold in there, there's, there's a bunch, there's, you know, it's a lot of uh, JR, Vince McMahon uh, calls JR, you know, Vince McMahon called HBK, boyhood dream has come true, that one um, by Vince, which was legendary, obviously. 
There was uh, Michael Cole, and I don't remember which one. But anyway, yeah, no Taz. So if you're a fan of me and my broadcasting WWE, almost a decade of being a broadcaster there on some of the bigger bigger WrestleManias and 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 SmackDowns and all this jazz, uh, yeah, no, no, no Taz. I thought for a minute they would have put um, the call when the ring broke. What was it, Brock and Big Show with Michael Cole and I? I thought that, yeah, I don't think that was in there. Top 10 greatest announcer calls in WWE history No Taz This is a sign for the Hall of Fame That Taz will continue not being in the WWE Hall of Fame This is a sign If they wanted me in the Hall of Fame They would have put me in this top 10 thing At least 4 or 5 slots Let's be honest That's what I think Maybe a slight exaggeration on my part But I think you get my drift So, But whatever Onward and upward as we say It's no problem I have no ill uh, feelings towards them Am I hurt? Of course I'm hurt. Uh, I, I have an ego. I, I, need, I need it to be stroked. <laughs> of course I'm hurt. All right, look, so here's the I'm going to go to break here in a second, and then I'm going to talk a little Big Brother when I come back. And Sasha, I know it's kind of a disjointed thing because I'm going to talk Big Brother first, and then I'll get into Sasha and Bailey. Uh, but before we go to break, i got to let you guys know, support for the Taz Show comes directly from our friends at Rocket Mortgage by Quicker Loans. See? They understand that the home plays a very big role in your life and your family. That's why they created Rocket Mortgage. And Rocket Mortgage gives you that confidence you need when it comes to buying a home or refinancing your existing home loan, guys. And it's simple. Very simple. See, it's convenient also. Uh, With Rocket Mortgage Trusted Partners, they allow you to share your financial information with Rocket Mortgage at a touch of a button. And in addition to getting a real mortgage approval in minutes, you can even adjust the rate and length of your loan in real time to make sure you get the right solution, I should say, for you. Rocket Mortgage by Quicker Loans. Apply simply, understand fully, and mortgage confidently. To get started, guys, please go to rocketmortgage.com slash TAS. That's rocketmortgage.com slash T-A-Z, Equal Housing Lender, licensed in all 50 states, NMLSConsumerAccess.org, number 3030. There you have it. All right, so we're going to go to break here in a second. Like I said, talk a little Big Brother at a break, uh, and then I will get into some uh, some cool details. A good idea on, for Bailey. Good idea that they could hack the WWE for me uh, if they're going full heel Jones with her. Uh, we'll do that here in a second. Taz Show, sit tight, guys. Jobbers, we're back here on Taz Show. Yes, hope everybody's having a grand morning, mid-afternoon, evening, whatever it is the hell you're doing. I hope it's working out great for you right now, and you're checking me out here doing my gimmick. And I hope you're having fun on the treadmill or the elliptical or lifting weights, or maybe you're driving and you're in traffic and you hate everyone. And maybe I can put a smile on your face as you're miserable in traffic. Or maybe you're just sitting in your backyard eating a ham sandwich and having a coffee. Uh, whatever the hell it is you're doing, I hope you're doing it well and you're having fun. All right, so that's the deal on that. Uh, so I told you I'm going to talk a little bit about um, about Big Brother before I talk about Bailey and Sasha. Kind of weird, but I, I'm going to give you a little Big Brother thoughts, opinions, and the early goings here. So uh, I think it's important, uh, or maybe important to stretch, just to give you a little view. It's not a. Re- it's it's just my opinion on the cast because it's. I've, I've watched the first two episodes. Two hour Jones, they had the first one and then the one hour. So I checked out my wife and I watched this show. And I got to tell you, um, as you know, I'm a big fan of it. 
this particular episode, this particular uh, season, I should say, that's the word I was looking for. This particular season, uh, I have to tell you, I, in my opinion, uh, being a fan of this for a lot of years of Big Brother on CBS TV, I think this is going to be another great one. I really do. I, th- I think the casting, the way they're doing the casting on this thing um, is awesome. They have a great cast of these people. This is reality TV and it's, it's full throttle Jones. There's a little bit of work involved with it, and they'll never tell you that, but a little bit. But 98% of it is is full reality, full real shoot stuff. I think they gear some of them to say certain things in the diary room and they could position guys a certain way. Um, like I'll give you an example. Okay. Uh, the, the kid Tyler, the surfer kid who's, uh, I think he's had a household now. So like they had him, you could tell in the first episode when they were all meeting each other in the house and, and all groups of four were coming in and all this jazz. I said to my wife, like, wow, they're really pushing this kid a little bit. He's getting a lot of airtime. This Tyler kid, the surfer guy. And then sure enough, he ends up being the head of household. He ends up becoming the head of household. So, you know, they know in the editing, because they're ahead of it, of everything we see, was, um, I don't know how many weeks ahead they are in the tapings, but they're definitely a lot of the stuff's in the can, and it's heavily post-produced. And by the way, you guys know I've had Chris Roach on before, one of the executive producers and create, creative geniuses behind Big Brother for years on the Taz show. I've had him on in the past, so maybe we'll have that and drop that um, as a uh, – you know, as a, a one of the older HPMs, maybe that was Tash or might not have been HPM, but um, maybe we'll we'll put that out there and maybe have Chris on again down the road because he is a huge part of creatively what goes on with Big Brother. But I digress. So I, I do think some of that part of it's a little bit of a work, um, like where how they produce it and what they push on TV um, and how they want us to perceive certain people. Um, I and that's just. Production. That's just TV. That's entertainment. Uh, sometimes you gotta you gotta drain a lemon. You know what I mean? So uh, some interesting characters on this. I, the computer gimmick where they have the I'm sorry, robot gimmick where that girl, what's her name from? Uh, she's from Virginia. She lives in like a, a little trailer in her mom's backyard. Sam, Samantha. You know, she's she's. You kind of how do you not feel bad for her? You know, like she's. She, they did some gimmick where she's a robot most of the day and night. So she can't really build those relationships with the other people and curry favor with them. So that's a little tougher. I felt bad for her and, and her and Tyler in the, in the uh, storage room and the poor guys, I got to get emotional with like a robot. It was kind of weird. And even said it was weird, but, <laughs> you know, I, I think it's a good, cool, creative way. It was a punishment that she received, and it was uh, for for not uh, uh, finishing the gimmick. And so I, I thought that was cool. The uh, what other things? Uh, some thoughts on some people. Uh, the little guy, JC. I don't know if he's from Mexico or Spain. Uh, he's a bodybuilder, and the thing with him is, um, he. I got to tell you, uh, his diary room stuff. You know his accent, um, and and he's a witty guy. He, he makes me laugh. He's he's pretty funny, uh, the little guy JC. Um, so uh, we'll see what happens with him. But he's he seems like like everybody likes him in the house. He seems like a likable person, and he's definitely entertaining and he's funny. Um, the guy Steve, the former uh, p- police officer, the guy from New Jersey, the older guy. They always have one an older guy, older girl, older woman on the show. You know, he's, I don't know, he's not, he's definitely not last, and uh, he's actually on the block right now as I record this, and so is uh, the robot, Sam. So, um, who else jumps out to me? Uh, K- uh, Caitlin, the girl who's the, um, she's into the whole, hmm, and, and uh, what do you call that, the uh, meditation and stuff like that, very zen. 
until she gets mad. Then she cuts promos on people. So be careful of that. Could be a little hypocritical gimmicks there. Uh, what else we got? We got the girl Angela, a tremendous athlete. Uh, you know, very tremendous athlete. Very good. She almost won in that surfboard gimmick against uh, the kid who definitely they got to be careful is Swaggy C. Her, uh, Angela and Swaggy C were competing against each other on surfboard. Swaggy C won. I thought Angela would win because of her gymnastics background. She's a fitness girl. She's in great shape. Swaggy C is a former basketball player in college. Tremendous athlete. Charismatic guy. I'm sick of the Swaggy C t-shirts. Hey, my man, I understand about branding and pushing yourself. Enough. Uh, every time you see him, he's got a different Swaggy C t-shirt on. And what's going to happen is once they start sharing each other's clothes and the, the, the clothes come out of the laundry, out of the washing machine and dryer, then, you know, if you watch Big Brother enough, they start sharing clothes. So now I got to see everybody running around with Swaggy C t-shirts on. So it's actually clever what he did. I'm just sick of the Swaggy C horrible fonts and logos and colors that he put together. I'm tired of it. Your name is Chris Williams. Uh, go by your shoot name like me. I'm Taz. And my shoot shoot name is Mike DeRuki. I don't go by that. You know that. I go just by Taz. So, uh, but I'm over. He's not. So careful with this guy, Swaggy C. He's quick. He's smart. He's super athletic. Uh, he's got a good social game. If I'm in that house, I'm trying to get rid of him. I'm just telling you that right now. I want to get him out because he's a guy who can go really deep in this. this. He's talented and he's smart. So he can go deep. I try to get rid of him for sure. Um, Bailey, uh, I think that's the name, Bailey. <laughs> I would keep, I would try to keep, I would align with her. She's got a huge social game. She's a very intelligent woman and she's on, she's a flight attendant, but she's on top of everything. She knows everything that's going on. She's a really good ally, in my opinion. Uh, that's why I would go with her. And there's other characters in this thing, but, but these are the ones that jump out to me at the present time. And, you know, I'll, I'll get going. Um, I'll move on now. Stop talking about Big Brother for those that hate it. But hopefully a lot of you guys like it. So I hope so. I mean, it's just something a little different. And it is the Taz Show, by the Sims and Beyond. So, you know, I'm giving you the Beyond. <laughs> so uh, there you have it on that. Uh, now, uh, the thing I wanted to talk about is Bailey and uh, the real Bailey, not the Bailey from, <laughs> from Big Brother. Bailey and Sasha Banks. So, all right. So we saw the, the Bailey and Sasha turn. I'm sorry, Bailey and Sasha tag, I should say, this past week. And then we saw Sasha lose the match, and instantly Bailey attacked Sasha. I love that, okay? Now, as I said last week here, I don't feel that this angle with these two girls is really really grabbing a lot of people's attention because I feel like it's, it's, it's many months overdue. So it's kind of like, all right, and here it is. Now they're going to have an angle. It took forever, but finally, the best friend thing, and all right, got it. Um, this was a good way to start off getting a lot of people involved a lot, uh, uh, deeply, I should say, with this angle. I love the attack right away because throughout the match, and the announcers did a good job selling it. Bailey was trying to do the right thing, doing the right thing, doing the right thing, and as soon as she lost... I mean, you could smell it was a little angle coming, but not this quick. And Bailey's attack instantly on the one, two, three uh, after the roll-up. I think it was a small package by Ruby Riot, I believe, on Sasha. I think that's what it was, if I memory serves me. And then Bailey attacked Sasha. It was great. That initial attack, that initial attack was great. But then I should have put a um, – I should have wrote down the time. There was probably maybe – 15 seconds went by and she stopped there was a pause barely 
Sasha was in the corner, look, hold, selling, holding her head, looking at Bailey, like, "What are you doing? Like, what the hell just happened?" Uh, and 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 Bailey kind of looked at at Sasha and the audience and gave the audience they were popping. They loved that Bailey did this, babyface city. And but I'm feeling like it's total heel city, so it was a little confusing. You know, I I don't mind gray area with heels and babyfaces, but I wouldn't have had any pauses. I if I was the agent on this match, or if I was Bailey. The attack would have been fast and stayed fast. And the pauses gives people time to react. And you don't really want them to react at that moment, believe it or not. You want to make it as realistic as possible. And I do think that Bailey should have kept beating up Sasha. Um, like, really kept on her a lot. She kept the heat. She went outside, bumped around. She did a lot of violent stuff. I just don't like the too many pauses early after the finish that's my point that's nitpicking it is what it is i'm just telling you how i feel about it um you know it's not like we haven't seen these two recently i mean this wasn't like some shocking moment because we've seen them fight i think it was last week in the parking lot and then sasha drove away and you know we, we, we've seen all this this coming and then the tag team thing and i i have no problem with that i just i i i just think they got to be careful because they they had I'll just talk about for me. They had me back hooked with Bailey and Sasha, even though I've kind of been a little bit like, eh, I don't care about this anymore. But then they got me with this attack right away by Bailey and Sasha. One, two, three. Have Sasha lose and here's Bailey. I love it. I'm like, all right, all right, I'm, I'm getting back in. But believe it or not, for me, and I, it's probably none of you, but for me, <laughs> they lost me once she paused. And I'm thinking, oh, come on. Here's my problem with it. It, it it's 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 overthinking it's overthinking i don't know if it's bailey's fault and sasha's fault if they're involved with it creatively i don't know if it's the writers or the agents or, or staff or vince i don't know who but as far as maybe fault's a strong word it's opinion it's subjective so it's what you want to do so maybe saying it's their fault is wrong because it, there's no fault like i said it's it's just it's opinion so and it's subjective so my opinion is i would have not had these pauses, I would have kept going with the intent of I'm playing nice throughout the match as your tag team partner, and now I'm snapping you not only because you lost, because I hate you. And so that's a very heel, angry emotion by Bailey, which is great and cool if she's going to be a full throttle heel. Um, I also would not have had her say to her, you think you're better, after, after Sasha was selling and Bailey beat her up, you think you're better than me, you're not better, if you think you're better than me, blah, 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 whatever the heck Bailey said, I would have niched that out. I would not have had that. I would have just completely not have had that. I don't I don't think you need that. Unless she's going to be a baby face. I, I, and maybe she is. Maybe there's something I'm missing. It could be. Maybe that's the way where they're going. Uh, Sasha's definitely got a lot more heel tendencies. But I would have Bailey, I would have done these things with her where there'd be no pauses and there'd be no her talking you know, smack as Sasha's selling at the end. I would go, I wouldn't have done that, and I would go really heavy-duty heel with Bailey. I'm talking about heavy-duty heel, like like Alexa Bliss-esque type heel. Like, stay in your lane as, you know, a bad guy, in this case, girl, but stay in your lane. That's where I would go with her. Yeah, you know, I got this idea, which is a simple thing, but you only basically could do it once. 
Um, actually, you could do it. Yeah, you could do it once, but but I'll, I'll, let me get into explaining it. It's actually a pretty cool idea, and as I'm thinking, it's actually better than I thought. If you're going with Bailey as a true full throttle heel, um, I I would first off I'd have her come out in her entrance, same way with the music, with the blow up things, but I'd have her wearing all black. Okay, I know it's an over. It's so oversaturated with wrestlers wearing black in all these companies, especially WWE, because they're on TV the most. I, but I'd have her wear all black. Usually, the girls are wearing like in, the female wrestlers are wearing brighter colors in WWE or white, or they wear. They're not too bad with the black. I'd have no one else wear full black. I shouldn't say no one else. Most of Ross are not wearing full black. Well, let me just think. Nia Jax wears black a lot. Okay, so you can't change her, but. Because that's her thing But I would have Bailey wear full black Have her walk out Same music but not have her eh, Maybe you could have her I'm just spitballing out loud I'm thinking out loud Maybe you could have her doing a smile thing and all that Have her wear all black And when those Whatever the frig those little pop up things are Those gigantic blow up things Have her come out Maybe she's laughing and smiling And she has like a, a, like a pin or something like that or something kind of a little small sharp, sharp object you can't see you see where i'm going and she pops them pop 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 and they just they just fizzle down have her just pop them and then maybe have the music change where it gets a little dark and have her just walk out and have her be pissed off and it's the new belly now i'm like wow okay uh, I'm in. <laughs> what are we doing here? <laughs> I'm in. And then when she comes out down the road again, have those air things go to pop up, but they're like dead. They're limp. They're dead because there's holes in them. She cut them up. She destroyed them. But keep the dark music and keep. I'm just saying this could be somewhere if they go dark heel with her. Now maybe there's reports on the dirt in the dirt sheets and online with all these inside. Maybe there's stuff out there like she's not going to be. I don't know. It seems like they don't they're not gonna have her as a full uh stone cold hard ass heel only because they had her saying, You think you're better than me, blah blah blah, that kind of thing. And 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 had her pausing a little bit instead of a full attack violence. Because listen, when you do this, when you book this, if you're an agent or you're the wrestler, and you're gonna attack somebody that was your partner. If this is real, this is real life. You're not going to just beat them down, attack them, and then stop and look at them while they're in the corner looking at you. I, I, that's what I mean. I feel like it's, 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 over, um, it's overthinking because you're getting – I feel like you can, you can get too creative with stuff and get too cute with stuff and overthink booking. And that's – I'm not a fan of that. I believe in simple, clean, and, and as realistic as possible. And I think they have a chance – they had a chance on Monday to do that with Bailey and Sasha. They did it for the most part And again I have a, a bad habit Of nitpicking out here But I think that's what a lot of you people like about my content I give you full detail I put them over but some things I, I don't agree with and I would go a different route word Or whatever and and I do think That that's something they could have Done here with Bailey and Sasha And we'll see we'll see on Raw what they do uh, You know if she's got new music Or she looks different If they have her come out the same music And she's the same Character and she's doing the same thing I'm thinking okay Great but I, I, Why 
like you have an opportunity to take the, the girl next door, whoever he loved for years, and all her success in NXT and into, into the main roster and all this jazz. You know, why? Why? Why not do something cool? Why not really, you know, let let's let's get her over even bigger. Let's get people back really interested in Bailey. Sasha, um, I would just have her be motivated and angry and just want to beat the living hell out of Bailey. Um, just, uh, you know, that, that's, that's where you gotta, you know, it's just like, there's no, uh, that's the route I would go with, with her. Now with Sasha, I just, just completely pissed off. No frills. I don't care about nothing. The boss thing, this I'm coming at you. You know, they go in the route with, with Kurt Angle, the raw GM. It's, it's just basically at the end of the day. It's the, the, the friendship shattered here. So now it's like, well, you have an ultimatum. Um, you know, uh, both you guys, you know, what, what's going to happen here? It's, it's basically, you know, one could be more or less like, uh, uh, Gonski, I guess that's kind of the route that we're going. I'm trying to remember exactly everything that was that, that Kurt, the stuff that, um, he was saying, yeah, it was something like you have to get like help, like go talk to someone like, you know, counseling, um, in order to stay on the raw roster and stuff as, 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 you know, WWE superstars. So, um, I, which is a little hokey, uh, kind of. Uh, um, I, I, again, I think that's overthinking, and I think that's the counseling thing is a little bit like, why? <laughs> you know, I'd have Bailey sit with the counselor and beat the counselor up. <laughs> Fine. Have her be nice and yeah, you know, we were really good friends and oh, I love her. She was like a sister to me, yada, yada, yada. And then the counselor says something, whatever the heck it is, it's something minute. And then Bailey just gets this look on her face and just goes, just beats up the counselor. Have her be a guy. Have her just beat the guy up and just, just, just lay him out. Like right in some mock office they're going to do, whatever they're doing. That's what I would do. I, I would have it like just like Bailey, picture her coming out. Wearing black, smiling, laughing, which is kind of a little weird. And those blow up things come up and she pops them, you know, and then the music kind of changed, like, like a little transitional sound effect. And next thing you know, it's like, wow, Doc Bailey, you know, like that kind of thing. Maybe that's her name, Doc Bailey. I don't know. I mean, I don't know. I just think they have an opportunity to do something. I believe in why, why uh, pass up on an opportunity when you have someone as talented as her and she's got such a gigantic fan base. Bailey does. And um, I just think it could be uh, pretty cool. And speaking of pretty cool, I hope you thought this episode of The Tash Show was pretty cool. So uh, I know I enjoyed uh, you know, recording this for you guys and talking to you guys. I'll be back in a week uh, dropping some more podcasts. Um, trying to get into, uh, like I said to you last week, dropping three for you guys per week. So uh, so you guys just pay attention. It'll be there probably, uh, I guess, Wednesday or Thursday. It'll be your next one, and then Friday into the weekend. So and if I don't talk to you guys, have a great July 4th, uh, ladies and gentlemen, middle of the week. So have a good one. I'm Taz. You're not. Adios. And to be honest, I don't even have a top ten. Me against the world, I've been doing what I really love. Haters been hiding behind the screen, man, they movie cuts. And when I'm back at home, it never feels the same. Cause we've been doing our own thing, trying to stay up. I want to go back to days with no grades. We ordered the kids meal, play ball, that's